Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Kristen. Yo, Jen. As you know, we both, uh, we'll talk about on the show, we spend a lot of time in the car with our kids. We're currently California moms and all the driving that goes along with that, that's a lot of driving. It's a lot of driving. Yeah. We're either at school drop-off, pick-up, weekend trips, doctor visits to soccer. You're going somewhere. You're always in the car. There's weekend trips. There's club sports, whatever it is, it usually has a driving requirement. Upon hours and sometimes good ones and sometimes not so. Uh Uh-huh. And sometimes there's other ones. Yeah. Well, we've all been there. I know for my gang, one of the hardest parts in my car ride is deciding what we're going to listen to, like something we can all Mm -hmm. agree on. Like no judgment here, folks. A lot of parents have basically surrendered to AirPod life. As long as you don't hear F-bombs, you're like, whatever. I know. It's just easier. I get it, but... Right. We want to tell you about a new podcast called Wild Interest that has something for all of us, even me, so we can all enjoy listening together as a family. Wild Interest? What's that about, Jenny? Let me tell you. It's hosted by kids. And the shows are about whatever the kids are interested in. So great. Like anything from science to history, interviews with NFL quarterbacks. I'm into that. And they mix in jokes, riddles, fun. That sounds fun. I know, right? It's very fun. The best part is the hosts are my kids' age, so they can totally relate. That's very cool. I can't relate, but I I'll know. enjoy it. You'll though, enjoy it. Because they're enjoying it. That's right. Give it a listen. You won't regret it. You'll learn something and your kids will love it. Find Wild Interest anywhere you get your podcasts. Are you poor? <laughs> Why do you look so like, no. like I have lost all like don't don't I own moisturizer? No. Do I not? I'm the same. Are we podcasting? Are we podcasting? Hey everybody. Trey, are we for- podcasting officially right now? Thanks for joining us on the hashtag I'm so hard podcast. If you don't already, please subscribe, rate, review. Say nice things because we're yeah. sensitive and a little fragile. And go to imomsohard.com and get tickets to our live show. We're yeah, coming man. to a city near you and it's a really good time. We're chomping at the bit to go too, yes. right? March 2nd, we're going to be in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And this will come out about close to there. So get there. Gosh. Road trip. Take a cheap Southwest flight. Yeah. And if not, drive it. You know, you moms, you'll get in minivans and go for 19 hours well, to go a, to a, yeah. a soccer tournament. That's But that's also the difference between like... The Midwest. Oh my gosh. In LA, people are like, nope, it's too far. It's 25 minutes. Meanwhile, we've had women go, you know what? We have to drive back tonight. It's 11 hours. Yeah. But I've got my coffee. We've got, we've take turns. We've got a couple of TVs in the back. Yeah. There's there's one that'll be like, I didn't drink. I didn't drink. I'm not, I didn't drink. Yeah. Or they're like, all right, how long do we have to hold, hold off driving before we can? Yeah. Like, and then I know we've mentioned it before, but then I have to bring it up because she is our champion. Brittany, Brittany Dockin wore two super, super plus tampons so she could get to the show. Brittany Dockin is going to be the name of something we do professionally because she's it's such gonna a badass 
If she, oh my God. I hope she's listening and she's like, I made an impression. Brittany, if you're not. If you're not, we love you. What happened, We love you. Yeah. <laughs> she's like. She's like, I'm doing my own shit now. You know, that was an episode of, what was that show that Jack Black was on where they were the musicians with the Tenacious D where they had one person that used to always go to the coffee bar and then they quit going. So they stalked him. <laughs> that was so Brittany, we're coming for you. Brittany Dawkins. Uh, so yeah, go come to the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're adding a thing that we used to do and we're adding it back oh, in, so but excited. we're not going to tell you, Yeah, but it's going to be super fun. First time we do it in a long time, it's going to be in Vegas. Yep. And, uh, I intend on drinking too much in Vegas. Me too. Just so we're going to go early. And I've been so freaking by the book. I did dry January did. and I didn't, and I did break it, but it wasn't hard. I, that's what I'm saying. I was so disappointed with the lack of options in January. Yeah. The dry January happened on its own. That's not, I'm not bragging about that. I'm upset about that. I didn't have a dry January, but I had a very subdued January, I will say. And I, just I feel even, like, come on, I want to go to a country bar. I want to dance. Exa- that's what we're going to do. We might go to Magic Mike. We're working out the details. Who knows? <laughs> not like we haven't been before. That's right. It's is, everything I needed it to be. I'm going to tell you. It's a great show. It's like I'm doing an ad for another show, but I'm just saying Magic Mike's a good time. Also, you two's at the Sphere. Who wouldn't want to come see us? Is it? I think they're going to be gone by the time we're there. They're not. Yeah. They're not. What? Because Mia's going the night before. <laughs> oh, really? They're, I think the last night is the last is the Friday before we're there. Oh, crud. I should bring my husband. He wants to go so bad. I don't. I would rather see right. Adele. Oh, yeah. Or I, Barry Manilow. I, okay, I like you too. I like like five or six songs. As you would because everybody globally lot, did. But my husband likes their entire catalog. And so he will be happy to go to whatever U2 show exists and I will be like this. Are we done? Are we... They're not line dancing. I don't understand don't this Don't play music. anything new. Play only it old stuff. It all sounds stuff, like okay. the oboe. Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, girl. We're going to go out. We're going to go have some fun. Because it's just been a very stressful... It's just life is stressful. But like I have noticed literally in the last four weeks, today I was like, you know what, Kristen? You need to put on some damn makeup and wash your hair. Because well, you I don't know good. who I think oh. I am. But I got a glance of myself at the grocery store and I was like, if someone saw you that knows you, they'd be like, oh, she's going through something. Like Uh-oh. it was, it's not like, oh, I'm fun and loose. I'm like, I've, my shirt had a stain on it. Yeah. I'm in the grocery aisle buying stuff that doesn't make sense. Some super plus that was unexpected. I'm like, I've got yeah. a beard. I like just need. But then I was like, you only are going to feel good if you take it up a notch. So I'm wearing my cool jacket. You look very cool. And in- lip oil. See, you look great. No, I don't look great, but I don't look as bad as I did. <laughs> well, don't I roll at this because I heard this very profound thing. I went. A week or so ago, I can't remember. I feel like I haven't seen you this week. I know. It's been crazy. So I I got Reiki, which is like energy healing. And I know that some people think it's bullshit and you're dumb. But if, listen, it does, it does if something it, to me. If even, it does something to you, then it's working. Even if, if it's psychosomatic. In, yeah, that's but the point. Whatever it is. Who cares? But she had said to me, she's like, you know, a healer, Eastern medicine person. And she said to me, she goes, because of like technology and the rapid rate that everything is like changing 
the world is evolving at an accelerated state and like smart people who are like aware and want to learn and stay up to date and be a part of society are very anxious. She's like, are you feeling anxious? I'm like, fucking yes. Yeah, my That's butt why I'm here. And she said, so people who are like less of thinkers don't want to have anything to do with it. They're just going through an angry phase. Whoa. She's like, that is what's going on right now. And I was like, that's what it feels like, kind of, right? Yeah. Like people who are like, I'm not going to do this cha- evolutionary change are mad. They're like fighting it Boy, tooth and nail. Doesn't that say so much? Because I think there's like, there is just this sense of like, everybody's pissed off. Like I almost just got in a fight with somebody driving up here because I was like, get in your lane, bro. And then we were like head to head with cars. And I'm like, this is not the day that you want to do this with Coming me. up my street here. Yes. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. They painted a lane. They painted lines it's, down the middle of a residential road because people, they, I've never seen anything like it, Jen. I love your house and your neighbors and everything about it. But this one freaking street, it's where, it's where I'm going to make the news. No, I know. I'm going to, and this is, maybe I'm one of those people that doesn't want to evolve. So I'm just angry all the time. Is that what's happening right now? That's where I'm at. I don't I know, will, but I'll keep an eye out for that. I will say this. You'll be so proud so. of me. You know, I get a little resistant to stuff that's like that I would call woo woo. Yeah. She's crossing her arms, you guys. And so gonna- I but I have to say, um, my daughter, Eleanor, is she has some stomach stuff that we're dealing with and we have been for a really long time. And it has to do with digestion and GI and yeah. it's it's medical. It's not just she's okay, but it's just been really, really hard. And so we've been going to doctors and specialists and everything. And I was like, you know what? That's not the only game in town. I'm going to go see, uh, I got, I was referred, um, by me and my friend to go see, uh, a woman who's an acupuncturist, Oh, great! but she's yeah. also an MD, but she's Chinese. So she studies Eastern medicine, but yeah. has a MD just cause. So we went Feel and like showing off, I've never done it. acupuncture. I've never, like, I'm not opposed to it, but this, I, I have to tell you, the woman's bedside manner alone, first of all, put Eleanor at ease. Felt healing. It felt healing. Yeah. And like, her room was full of pictures of her son who graduated and is now a doctor at UCLA. Oh my God. It's just pictures of him and then orchids. And like, it was so wonderful. And she, Jen, she was wearing higher heels than I've seen you everywhere. They were like platform and like cloggy platform, high heeled shoes. And she was eyeball to eyeball with Eleanor, who's four foot 10. Oh, captain, my captain. I mean, the land of the little were upon yeah. me. And so she just took Eleanor in and, and she was like, she was like, I, we, I'd like to work with the needles. And so Eleanor didn't know what that meant. And I didn't know we were going to do it the first time we got oh, in yeah. there. And Eleanor looked at me and was a little scared. And the woman was so nice. And she was like, this has been around for more than a thousand years. And this is just to help you. And she's like, let me look at your hands. Let me look at your tongue. And she was like, Eleanor, do you feel nervous or scared sometimes? And she's like, yes. And she's like, do you feel that right now? And she's like, yes. And she's like, I can tell. She's like, I can also tell that you are an old soul, which people have been saying to Eleanor since she was born on planet Earth. And this woman's voice was so kind. And she had this like very light Chinese accent, but she talked in this very like soft, high pitched voice. And it comforted Eleanor. And then Eleanor was like, I would like to do the needles. And then, but to test it, she basically looked at me and she's like, 
you need to book another appointment because the energy coming off you is really, it's killing my orchids, but we're going to move on. <laughs> for <And> you? <laughs> for me. She's like, well, you need to, she literally looked at me and she goes, you need to book an appointment. I'm going to do right now what they call the death dart. <laughs> it goes straight into your heart and it will calm you. It's like an adrenaline. I know. I was like, it's the weird. opposite. I didn't of adrenaline. realize the acupuncture was a blow dart, but I understand that. I'm going to. She's like, whoa, whoa, you're, yeah. you, you're messing yeah. up my feng shui in here. It's 100%. And she goes, so she goes, I'll put it, I'll, she's like, do you have, she's like, do you have uh, issues about, it's hard for you to get calm? And I was like, yes. And so she put, All right. it was like a nail. It wasn't even a normal needle. She was just like, bang, bang. Poof, 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 She's like, and she put it in my hand and I go, Eleanor, it didn't hurt at all. And then Eleanor, she talked to Eleanor about how important it is for her to find calm in her day. And I was mm. like, mm, that's a little on me. Like, I just took note that, like... I'm glad you could find some way to turn this to uh, flagellate yourself. Yeah. Yes. Welcome to motherhood. Yeah. But I did I did notice in that moment, I was like, I, I've got two very different children. I've got one who is geared like me and is like, go, 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 go. I'm going to go shoot hoops. I'm going to go, you know, like, fast. Fast is better. And then I have Eleanor who is peaceful and calm and makes people feel safe and she talks slowly and she's she listens. We did this they did this really cool I would say those are both parts of you. You just have like two dogs fighting at all times inside of you. Like no one's ever said that I'm calm and slow talking. I don't think that you're but God, please. I have more of this. I will be. Yeah. I think no, I think you can be, but I do think that like um more, I would say that like Eleanor's very empathic, very, and you are you you're like walk into somebody's energy and feel their like pricklies or whatever it is like right away, and she's like that too. That's where I get the sense that she's like an old soul is like whatever's going on here. I've seen it before. Yeah. I'm like I'm calm with it. Like it doesn't feel surprising it's funny, to her. It's funny you say that because she did this really neat. It was not an assessment, but kind of an assessment to go to Finn's Catholic school. Thank you very much. And they basically just, it's its a test, just to sort of test your character as a human, not so they don't rely solely on an academic grade to get into a school, which I really appreciate. And yeah. the fact that there is some version of question and answer that's sort of determining if you are a nice kid is kind of nice. So this test showed like different brackets. And one of them was social, emotional awareness. Yeah. And most of the colors of the brackets all kind of come to the middle and stop, like a bar graph. Yeah. Her social and emotional awareness went all the way to the other side of the page. Yeah. And um, one part where she was a little bit light was resilience. So she's feeling a lot of things and she's not bouncing back. So she's feeling a lot and taking in a lot, maybe not expressing as much. And so she's a little shy. And when you're me, when you've got a mom like me and a brother like Finn, I'm sure that feels daunting. So what I'm learning and what I need to take note of is that she in her own world, in her own right, is perfect the way she is. And she doesn't need to be fast. She needs to be herself. So we are, I'm paying attention to even like, how fast am I talking? How loud am I talking? Am I demanding too much of her with a schedule? Because like Finn, he even does it himself. He's like, I've been sitting for too long. I'm going to go shoot hoops. And then he got in trouble today because he broke somebody's fence shooting soccer balls. Like he just... He's like that. He's yeah. like a gerbil, you know? Yeah. And, and Eleanor needs to have 
meditative calm in her life. And I love that because I need it. And now that I know she needs it, I will make myself do it. So it's all for the greater good of calming down. I love that. It has been so stressful. And I told my husband this morning, actually, I go, "Um, I'm going to go off my meds. And he was like, why? I go, I take Prozac. I honest about that. You're very open about it, but you can't do that, right? So this is, I'm not a doctor. I'm not giving anybody advice, but I said, you know, I I feel so lethargic and I haven't felt like myself in a while. And I go, maybe- Jenny. It's hormones, Maybe it's that. I know, I got to go to the doctor. I I really, but I say that. Hard stop. He goes, don't do that. Like, please don't do that. Well, he's worried about you. That's a, you- yeah. Even a, me, who is like, hey, man, you know yourself, but like, that's like, you got to have a conversation conversation with your doctor and a conversation, go go get your hormones checked. Yeah. Women, I think I need, I think I really also, need a good doctor's appointment is the thing that I need. Yes. Also, I just read, and I've talked about this before because I did a deep dive because of my own brain feeling foggy and weird and whatever, is that when women start to experience perimenopause or like hormonal shifts, they're... SRI or whatever that medication is. There is oh. a particular medication you take for depression SSRIs. that yeah, stops per- working Ooh. with perimenopause. So you may already be off your meds, baby. Like yeah. I'm not saying that, and those are, oh God, it's all so like daunting. It's, I know. all I'm saying it's, is. It's kind of happened like in the last like month or two and I've, I've associated it with stress, yeah. but I'm also like when you take Prozac for a long time. Yeah. It ruins your sex drive. And I've been like, I know. I, I could, I, like, it's take not it me. Or leave it. I take it, like, it's not me. Like, I'm usually it's like, not you. you know, like a little yeah. uh, flirty. And I've just been like, ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, Jen. Hey, Kristen. I would like to talk a little bit about stressors, both big and small. I know at this time of year, you're both feeling stressors, both big and small. And I know I am too. And I would just like to say that BetterHelp is therapy and a safe space to get things off your chest. And if you want to figure out how to work through those big and small stressors, go to BetterHelp. I have to brag about this, um, our connection to BetterHelp, because I know so many people besides myself who have benefited from BetterHelp. Yes. I mean, therapy, just, I can't say enough good things about it. Everybody needs it. Why don't they just teach this course in in high school, right? Because everybody needs it. But like, I suffer when I have good stress and bad stress. Yes, it's stress. All of it feels overwhelming. And sometimes you need somebody to just talk to that can help you sort through your thoughts. That's right. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, which is exactly what I like. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at 
anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash hard today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash hard. This ad is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older, there are some things about parenting that get a little easier. I don't know what they are. Actually, I do know what they are. But one thing that's pretty awesome is as they get older, you can kind of reason with them. And obviously, as your kids get older, they want a little bit more independence. And you can show them that by giving them a little bit of financial freedom. It's the conversation about money, baby. The fact is kids won't really know how to manage their money until they've actually been in charge of it. And that's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids spending and saving while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. With the Greenlight app, kids learn to save, invest, spend wisely, thanks to games that teach money skills in a fun, accessible way. The Greenlight app also includes a chore feature where you can set up one-time and recurring chores customized to your family's needs and reward kids with an allowance for a job well done. I'll tell you, we have a 13-year-old and Greenlight has been a savior. It's so nice for him to get to see what he's doing with his money, but also, you know, those automatic instant notifications also help us as a parent to know what he's doing with our money. But it really does create a very nice, fun way of teaching kids a little bit of financial smarts. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's easy. It's convenient. It's a way for parents to raise financial smart kids and families to navigate life together. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash mompod. That's greenlight.com slash mompod to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash mompod. Let's go bowling. Like, I just have not yet. You love bowling and you find bowling very sexy. I do love bowling and it's hypersexual. No, but I, but I, so I need to get like everything checked. I know I'm the same. My sex drive is awful, but I also think it's sometimes him. Just if I'm going to say, sometimes I'm like, you know what? When you're in a shitty mood, I don't want to put out. But and men are so sensitive, not it's so just sensitive. Not good. You should in, be banging. Yeah, the, I don't mean like men are so sensitive, like in an insulting way. I mean men are sensitive in a way that they don't like to own up to, which is that like if I'm not showing interest, he's he's going to be like she just it doesn't like me. Like he's going to think I'm not into Why him. Why do I feel like my husband is not thinking that? So Maybe he's like, he's, it's her fault. I mean, because he's younger. Maybe it's <gasps> enough time. But no, no, no. I mean, between my husband and him, though. Oh, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's, 10 years, you know, between the two. So it's Meanwhile, like, they get along so well. They do. But it might, I don't know. I don't know if it's a difference. I don't want to like, but also, I, I don't think, I think he's. The, I think listen, maybe listen. there's a secret that everybody's keeping to themselves, which is as you get a little bit older, like the old bangering doesn't feel like it needs to be three times a week. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. sometimes we all slow down and all I'm saying is I think it's okay to acknowledge that we all change speeds and sometimes if you've been going too slow for too long, then maybe you do need to speed up a little yeah. bit. And the opposite, if you've been going fast for too long, 
slow the f*** down. I think it's okay to say that and not feel like shame about it because like, yeah, I I mean, in the beginning, all I wanted to do was hump and now I'm like, yeah, have you seen the new Netflix documentary? I, Are we really going to do this because instead? Because you sort of feel like I don't want to do like a, a three quick sessions like this evening or something or two three or whatever. What? Like when you're, when you're first dating you know and you're like you just anytime you walk by the person you're banging right what are you looking at me like that for oh i'm impressed i mean look i i have to go way back in the catalog sure yes now i'm thinking okay. back multiple but times a day you, you would but ra- i would let's have like one enjoyable session that everybody has a really and good that time counts for a month but you got to do it when not everybody's tired nobody's sick the relatives aren't in town. It's like, not that it's been like this much of a ghost town in my crotch area, <laughs> but I will say I bought this like naughty Santa outfit and we're damn, we're damn near up on St. Patty's. They haven't worn the motherfucker yet. But see, it's this still is, in the package. Let me, let me take this off while we're talking about, <laughs> take my man jacket off. Okay. Yes, Jenny. But here's what I love about you is that you buy the thing. You buy this it hasn't the sexy been used. I'm, outfit, which is way better than me, because I'm like, well, I'm not wearing pants, and I think that should be enough. Well, I was like, for Valentine's Day, I should bust that out because it's red, it's white. You know that he doesn't, he doesn't care. Know. He literally gives he zero. Would, by shits. the way, no. He, what man on planet Earth would be like, oh, you're wearing sexy lingerie? But that's really Valentine's Day themed, and we're at uh, St. Patty's. That guy is gay. Is gay. Yeah, that guy like a very funny gay guy. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know what I say to him? Way to go for being a really good gay because that gay is telling me I'm doing it wrong, and he's right in the gay world. Right. But in the straight world, if you put lace on anything, it's boner town. Exactly. You you put a listen. I walk through the house and I wear a jersey. My (laughs) husband's like. Oh, that's it. Yes. It's that's very a, flirtatious. That's for your very husband. much like college yeah. girl. Your husband's like, uh, <laughs> excuse me, is that an Under Armour uh, tri fit shirt that also breathes and wicks water it away? It sure, sure is, babe. <laughs> Not that I've seen this happen. I can just predict. My husband will be like, can I just put my hands on your boobs for five seconds? I'm like, yeah, fine. Do yeah. it. Do it now. No, go take the bins up. Put no, them go take the bins out. He goes, you can't talk the whole time. I just want to put my hands on your boots. It's the only and way I, I can like, keep your attention. And I'm like, our dishwasher's broken, so I'm the dishwasher. So if it's okay with you, I'm going to go back to washing the dishes. Oh, my God. That's such so a sexy. good idea, actually, is like I had to tell my – because I'm going out of town this coming weekend, and I had to tell my husband, like, okay, listen, there's a birthday party. You're going to have to oh, get shit. a gift card. There's uh, lacrosse this weekend. I was with Britt at a party at a trampoline park, and I was like, where's Delilah? He will just bring a stack of cash and just hand it to I go. because he's- at- he, w- he was chatting with uh, AJ, and I was like, I was like, Britt, is uh, baby Delilah, toddler Delilah on the trampoline Thank with you. all of the other Thank six you, writers? I'm going to go he, get him. I'm gonna he go thinks he's acutely aware of everything at every moment, and, and he was I like will this, tell you Wait, that- and I'm like, yeah, yeah. The blonde one, the little yeah, girl he, one, the little will, baby one. He will absolutely yeah. lose one of our yeah. children at a skating rink for sure. So I'm prepping him. They're on, older now. They're fine. I'm prepping him on everything. And I can see his eyes <laughs> probably start to think about U2 songs that he likes or something. So maybe I should just be like, put your hands on my boobs and look at me. Yeah. So well, that no, way he's he, not going to think about gift cards. He's going to be like, boner, he won't boner, listen, boner, you don't boner. think? No. But what I should do some- is go, you get a grab for every time you answer this question correctly. Do you need to get a gift card for this weekend? He'll be like, what's a gift card? And you're like, <laughs> off the boob. He's like, yes, gift card, on the boob. 
you can get so much done if you just offer ass. It's so true. Well, so I did do a little bit of research, and it's so interesting because all of this stuff, even though it's about like our life, like where we're at. So I was researching 13-year-olds because we were talking. So Finn just turned 13. Little baby Finn. He was just born, you guys. He was literally just born, and now he's 13 years old. I don't even know how to make sense of it. I don't either. Like, I don't. Well, number one, he looked like he was five when he was one because he was very tall. Very tall. Full head of hair. Full head of hair. Uh, he from might have the, been shaving. From the get-go. That's why yeah. I think I had bad heartburn. Oh, Came out where we said, we said he looked like George Clooney from ER. He had like a Caesar cut. And oh, then it yeah. went into a giant like blonde. I wish his his hair doesn't have the like curl that it used to, but it, you literally did have like, do you remember Greatest American Hero, which was like even for yeah. us was like- a deep cut that's like yeah 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 and it was like a blonde afro and it yeah. was so flipping cute yeah and so for some reason like i always get some version of sentimental on birthdays the of big course that's what 10, they're for to look back at the what double you've... digits yeah but 13 felt so different yeah it felt so different he's a teenager and we were late bloomers so finn is also a late bloomer right now and he is god bless him still just a sweet boy and like smells good and looks sweet and whatever. So the third- And he's still like, girls, Jiminy Crickets. Yeah, I don't know what that is. The point is, is that my boy is going to make some big changes come, come the next six months, it's over with. And I think because 13 is came first before all of that stuff, and the reason I'm so acutely aware of it is because- we had the neighborhood birthday party, which was all of our like nearest and dearest. You guys were there. So fun. There were two boys that have grown up in the neighborhood that we've seen growing <laughs> with Finn. Yeah. Who now talk like this. And oh one has a mustache. Yep. And they saw Finn's friend, Sophia, who's on the show with him. And she's gorgeous and curvy she's and whatever. Gorgeous. Meanwhile, Finn's like, hey, you guys want to play Monopoly Go? And Troy and the other boy, Charlie, are like trying to like talk to Sophia and they're a mess and it's delightful and they are they're giddy and giggly and I'm like what is going on oh my god can I sit can I tell one quick sidebar that so Dash I'm gonna get him a whistle because he is like referee about like he He is he comes inside and he's like hey I don't want anybody to know I gave you this information but they're uh, listening to the e version of songs which is the explicit version of songs like he is such a he's a uh, sheriff he is Absolutely a sheriff. But he knows exactly who to come to. There are literally like 20 adults at this party, and he beelines it to me because he knows we operate he, the same way. We're rule-heavy people. He loves it to the point that my husband's like, I'm kind of worried about him starting middle school because he's going to be like the smoking, vaping is bad, and I'm going to go tell somebody, and then he's going to yeah, get beat up or something. He won't get beat up, but like, you know, interesting to watch these social hierarchy of things happen. Dashiell came in and told me that and he said, they're listening to explicit music. And I was like, Finn knows he's not supposed to do that. So Finn is like not being the person that I need him to be. But at the same time, I'm like, it's just an interesting dynamic to watch these kids try to figure out where they belong in the world. I know because both of my kids, and I don't know why, because I don't, I do tell them sometimes, like, look out for the baby. He was worried about there was that little Kai. boy. Kai. Yeah. He was worried about the little boy that was there hearing it, because. I'm, I, by he, the way, I would have gone out. 
within five minutes because they're running their own music. Right. And I would have been like, hey, man, like, you can't do that. No so two I live did, crew out here, guys. Yeah. This is. Which the <laughs> olders, the older kids would have certainly been like, let me introduce you to real music. And then Kai's like, what's that word mean that I learned at the Sweeney's? And Kai later cut to Finn is running a soccer game in the backyard and put Kai in timeout because he was being like naughty, which I appreciated. I go, Kai, what are you doing? And he goes, Finn, put me in timeout. And I go, what'd you do? And he goes, I was being too rough. And Finn, go, I go, Finn, did you put Kai in timeout? And he goes, yes, I did. And I go, carry on. Just so you know, carry on. Dash when <laughs> Dash goes up to Finn and goes, I don't think it's great that you put him in timeout. And Finn goes, well, he was being naughty. And he was like, I don't know, he was hitting people or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he was being rowdy. He was being he naughty. And, Finn in the pool and Dash and was got- like, Okay. Yeah. There's <laughs> all this like policing going on, but at but the end of the this, day, I know this is what I was going to say about it though that I thought was interesting was Dash goes about Sophia because she was the only girl there. Yeah. And, no, the other girls were inside. Like she was the only one hanging yep. with the yep, older yep. kids because yeah. she's older. Um, and Dash goes, you know, I thought she was really nice because she was asking me all these questions, and then I heard her ask somebody else all the same questions and i go well you know why she did that because she's trying to be nice like she's not, trying to get to know people i go not everybody's really good at being social yeah and when you become a teenager you become like so hyper aware and self-aware that you're like i'm gonna go to this thing because i know that like people like to answer this question and he was like oh yeah yeah have a few in the pocket that's a really good idea skills yeah yeah this is what my favorite part of the night was so my god and this is what i'm talking about little these two little baby boys that are in our neighborhood that we have like raised as a little village are now look like sweet little men and then like briefcases and they're totally and one of them has like like braces with like turquoise rubber bands. Oh my god, in, I know. And they're both they're just darling. I think yeah. they're literally just darling. And so Finn is there and Sophia's there and she's gorgeous and she's never met these two boys. And the two boys are like, hey. And they are doing their best at talking to her her. And it is it was the most wonderful thing to watch them try to navigate these new feelings that I'm like observing yeah. as they happen. And I they, they, I've never seen these two boys giggle the way they were giggling. I was like, what is happening? I'm like, oh, we're in a whole new world. And Troy, um, who I know because we have raised this kid, is a seventh grader. And he tells Sophia, Sophia, Sophia goes, what what grade are you in? And he goes, oh, I'm a freshman at Birmingham, Birmingham no, High you're School. No, you not. I go, bag of lies <laughs> from your mouth, sir. A bag of lies from your mouth. I came I'm in, driving. And then you Colin's know. like, Kristen, why are you? I go. I will. I will not allow lying to her. This, is, but yeah. it was so fun to watch all of this go down and to like this joyful, like new, this new part of life that's happening where girls and boys are noticing each other. Yeah, like they, differently. And they were. They're all good, like wonderful kids too, which totally. was nice. Like, yeah. you you get around some like middle schoolers, and you're like, ah, oh, who's, who's going to teach everybody how to? I think you roll get a, a J. You get a group of like three teenagers together and shit's going down. I don't care where they're from. I don't care how they're raised. It's just Naughty becomes the thing. Naughty becomes the run. Dash is in that world and Dash and Eleanor, they're five weeks apart. Right. This is the, the leap that I am going to make based on like 
what Kristen and I had talked about like earlier this week, like where our kids are at, like growing wise and stuff like that. I think Eleanor is like further in the like, because she is an empath. I think she's like socially aware of stuff because when Dash was weirded out and was like, oh, I, you know, she, she's asking other people the exact same questions, you know, until I talked him down off the ledge. <laughs> Eleanor was like, I don't feel special. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it was. He was like, he got his heart broken. But he's also he was probably like, like, she's pretty. 1000% he was. It's a little. And, and then he has Eleanor as like his sister who's like, She's like, and listen. She goes, I'm gonna pour Dash, you come in here and draw with us. We're gonna sit on the living room floor and draw pictures. And he's 100%. like, okay, that's my safety zone. Like, <laughs> I dabbled in the teen stuff enough, but I do feel like she's really aware. And I read this thing. Okay, can I tell you this thing that yes. I read that I thought was because remember, like when we had babies, we're like reading shit, or I would read stuff and then tell you about it. Like, yeah. do, like the Wonder Weeks app on my phone. I was like doing all... I did that pregnancy app and I was like, I had the baby, I'm good. Uh, what size are they? They're a size of a papaya, but I birthed it, so yeah. let's just uh, free for all. I've read one other book. It was about potty training. Like, get good it to go. out. Yeah. Well, so I realized that I haven't like gone back and really done that in such a long time because they're so communicative. So it's like... Things that you can't ask a baby or toddler that they can't communicate to you. Like usually, you know, an eight-year-old yeah. kind of can like, you tell th- you that but stuff. But you assume you – but it's also too easy to think that they know what they're saying. Just because they're communicative doesn't mean that they know what they're communicating. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This was the most like crazy thing that I read. Okay, so I got this off this website called Your Modern Family. And it was the number one thing that had this like listicle. And it was, they need you to listen, which sounds like common sense, right? Years ago, I heard invaluable advice. Once your child reaches the age of 13 or 14, they know your opinion on everything under the sun. Your job from now on is to shut up and listen. I got chills saying that because I've never it's, thought about that before. Of course they know. You have tears in your eyes. Of I do. Of course I, they know. They know what they're supposed to do, not supposed to do. Like, they know your opinion on everything. They need to bounce shit, right? Yes. Look, I'm not an expert. I'm in it. Yeah. But what I know, if you have a teenage boy, you are going to understand what this means. The thing that I've noticed about my son as he is 13 is that he is bouncing things off of me in every direction. So, and I love it and I know what he's doing. He's like, "Mom, I guess I'm a I am supposed to wear jewel tones because I took a quiz on online and oh I, I'm supposed to wear jewel tones." And I'm like, "So I just said, "Yeah, you are, bud." Like that's probably right where you are. And he's like talking about like what kind of shoes he's supposed to wear with dress pants. Mm-hmm. And like he every thought they have and everything that they think is supported by a freaking reel that they're watching on YouTube shorts. 
But the thing that I love the most is I can tell that he's like trying out how to talk to girls on me. Yeah. And my job is to to curb certain behaviors. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So well, he'll do this thing where he'll call me like baby girl. He'll be like, hey, baby girl. And I'm like, sometimes it feels genuinely nice. And sometimes I want to slap him. And I just yeah. tell him the difference. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, so this is a perfect example of what a 13-year-old is like. He got a bloody nose in my car. And he shoved a Starbucks napkin up his nose. And it was bleeding pretty good. Right. And so the end of the napkin was on his mouth. And so as he would talk, the napkin would flutter. Right. <laughs> so he's talking to me. He's got Very cool. big Very blue cool. eyes. And he's still so sweet. And like puberty is upon us, but it's not quite there. And he goes, Mom, I heard that like when you go on a date with a girl, that you should be five minutes late because that look makes her think that you're working really hard at your job mm. and they want you to have a job. And so if you're like five minutes late, then it's like, oh, well, I couldn't be on time because my job was so important. And meanwhile, it's like his napkin is flapping in, in the wind. And he's wearing yeah. like a Bart Simpson shirt. And I'm like, buddy, I said, you know what is really nice is if you're just on time. Like, yeah. just be on time. That tells her she's important to you. The job can wait. All like, this strategizing. Uh, yeah, like, like just you know what be else? real. You, you shouldn't be late. You also shouldn't come with a napkin sticking Stick out, out of your, your nose. nose. But if you do, she's going to love that because she's going to say, you're going to say, hey, I got a bloody nose and I didn't expect to. And she's going to put ice on your nose and then maybe you kiss later and I better like her. No, I no, like no, her. that's not going to happen. It help. might happen. We don't know. Just we don't know. The, well, the thing that I read too that like really resonated with me was that like how eight or nine they're yeah. like, oh, people die and like they're trying to make sense of that. Yes, third grade is the big, um, I understand mortality. Yeah. That's why everybody, third grade is key year to chill. At 13, they're so aware of that people are paying attention to them, but their it is so strong that they their just think is, all anybody's doing is paying attention they're to driven. them. They're driven So they're, they're just like, everybody's looking at me. Everybody's being critical of me. So they're so self-conscious. Or, or there's, it's weird because it's both. They're self-conscious and totally unaware at the exact same time, which seems like you can't, it can't yeah. happen, but like my my example would be like I think thirteen is when girls start to push the envelope on what they're wearing, and they're yes. like because to them their world is the id is the boys that are the same age as them. They don't know that like some dude that's thirty five or forty is looking at them exactly the same way because mm. of what they're wearing because they've got new new equipment. Like it's all it's just. But the thing that I'm trying to do is just be present and let him like figure out this world and he's doing a pretty darn good job. And you're right. At 13, your parenting, your morals, your values, the way you communicate, it's all kind of embedded in them and you got to let them try it out. And the perfect example is right before I got here, I was on a Zoom doctor's appointment for Eleanor and I hear, I Finn comes in and he's got like dirt on his face and he's like, oh, something bad happened. I'm like, I'm on a Zoom, you've got to go. And then he texts me and he goes, Dad has it covered. And then I hear our neighbor come over and Finn goes, I'm really sorry. I broke your fence with my soccer ball. I will pay for it. I did the, I, I'm so sorry. I hope that you can understand and forgive me. John was like, ha, it just happens. Like, it's okay. Oh, he was cool but about Finn it. Finn handled it. And what I realized That's is like, interesting because I just not let him cool do his is. thing, he might do the right thing. Okay. Can I read this thing that I read? It's gonna to? all make me want to start crying. I'm no, so this emotional. One, about this it. one's not. Thirteen's okay. tough, man. It's okay. a tough thing. This what I think this will like give you some 
like needed empathy at times where you need to like dig deep because I hadn't thought about some of this stuff and it it's in this this one's from um very well family a website very wealthy family very well family I was like shit wrong website I for wish us. it was a dating site like, you know I would yeah yeah fair, I click right so this is what I thought was interesting is that at 13 they have pretty good problem solving skills but they have difficulty thinking about the future they may also struggle Truth. to think about the consequences of their behavior <laughs> before they act. So this has to do with different parts of their brains developing at slightly different rates. So it's common for 13-year-olds to think they're immune to anything bad happening to them. It's true. Right? Yes. Every time he's been in trouble in the last like month has been like lack of foresight. 1,000%. And that's why parents, that's why you will. Maybe you have a 10-year-old right now and what I'm going to say freaks you out. But when you have teenagers, this comment doesn't shock you at all. Sure. You will say the most shocking things because you will say it fast and hard just so they hear it. Like, I have a very open conversation with Finn about sex. He's not even close to it. Yeah. But I go, don't go having sex with a bunch of girls because that doesn't make you cool. That makes you a bad person. Like, save it for people that you love. That sounds harsh, but I'm like, if you try to be verbose or like have too many words in it. They're like, soft focus. Yeah. And and I try to say things clearly and directly with him, even if it makes me a little uncomfortable because I want him to know that that thing matters. And like right now where he's id driven and he feels like anything is fine. I go, literally, Finn, if you put your body in harm's way, you could not walk anymore. Just so you know, like oh my if God, you do I dumb shit, if you jump into it, you want to know the number one injury that happens with 13 year olds, boys, pools. Jumping into a pool, diving into a pool. It's too paralysis. shallow or something. Yes. Yeah. Because they know their own pool. So here's the most random shit. Kids jumping off their own roof into their own pool yes. is safer than that kid jumping into somebody else's pool because they don't know that fucking pool. They don't know how to so do that. So those dumbasses off yeah. your roof, God forbid, I, then I'm like, if I ever catch you doing that kind of shit, like it goes down. I did say to Dash today, just today, because I, I did, we're in Los Angeles and- I wouldn't normally share this, but like we're walking across the parking lot to take Delilah to her music class and they weren't paying attention whatsoever. And I did see this. I saw somebody, I didn't see somebody get hit by a car, but somebody got hit by a car on the path, like traffic was backed up. Yep. And I saw the body covered yep, in a yep, sheet yep. or whatever. And I was like, if you are driving a car and you're not paying attention, you can kill somebody. If you are crossing a street or a parking lot and you're not, your head's not on a swivel, you can you die hit. like that. And, yeah. and I said it because I'm like, you're at the age now where I can be a little scary to you. Yes, I think that's fair. We, oh my God, God, yes. That is what parenting is. That's what parenting is. Yeah. Parenting is giving the real deal. Do you remember what it was like when your mom or dad sat down with you and had a long conversation? You were like, I can't remember one subject. Oh my God. But mine, I can remember mine was like- usually about my parents' divorce and why my- <laughs> We weren't recognizing my mom's feelings in the right way. So, the, yeah, they're really drilled in there. That's how we spent our Friday and Saturday nights. That, listening to Barbara Streisand. She should have just drank, honestly. Right. Yeah. Like, my parents were, I mean, they're boomer parents. Yeah. They were like, hey, man, if you choose to drink when you're in high school and you get busted, you should just sit in jail. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I was like... It feels harsh, that's you know? Not, know, but I think they weren't bullshitting and that's exactly what would have happened. So I didn't drink very much in high school. Yeah. Like I definitely did my senior year ish, but I was not like. 
Britt's dad had this really good idea, and obviously it's way too old of a concept for our kids, but like, I think I like this idea where his dad said to him from the time he was like 16 or 17, only drink canned beer because nobody puts oh my God, anything in it. You can count it shots. You have no way of predicting it that you drink canned beer. Yeah. That's, I've heard that. That's actually not dad, terrible ad- advice. I think so too. Like, because it takes a while, especially if you're like to get hammered. Yeah. Hammered, especially if you're like a young person. But I can't even think about that part of it. But you did remind me of a thing that I read that I loved where in that article, that listicle, it said the greatest conversation that you'll have with your kids, the most impactful will be in the car because you're yes, not on your we've phone. We've talked about this. And they're not well, on your phone. And you're also, it's safe because you're facing forward. Yeah. So you're it's more not confrontational. Cap- right. Like, we, we as animals go eye to eye. We like, that's why we get nervous, like looking at dogs or even cats. Yeah. You're like, if I catch their eye, they're going to attack Fight me. Yeah. But if you are stadium seating, that's why like fathers and sons like to go to not just fathers and sons, but fathers and daughters go to stadium seating. We feel safe there. Yeah. You know, especially between men, I do think who are tend to be aggressive can be less aggressive sitting in stadium seating. Totally. So Finn and I... Argue with your husband in the car. They're nicer than they will oh, be yeah. like... yeah. Well, I also silent train him. That's fine. But I, I, I do notice with Finn that I let him just say things more than I think I normally would because I'm aware that he's trying stuff out. Yeah. And I yeah. will say to him, I know you're saying this right now, but you know that if you said that in front of anybody else or you said that in front of another family, that, that wouldn't make you look very good. And it would make us not look like very good parents. Yeah. He's like, I know, Mom. I would never say it. For, I was like, okay, great. So I get this version. So I'm your safe space. I'm your safe space. It's so fun. I but mean, he, I have to say this. The other day, it is his arm, oh, it's like 13. It's just such a thing. He had his arm around me. Mm. Like his arm around me. Yeah. And he was sitting kind of on a pillow and I was like, we're not far away from him. Being bigger than you. Being bigger than me. Yeah. And I was talking to another mom who Stop had it. another. Stop it. Right know, now, right? stop I it know. growing. Another, stop it. And another mom, he's taller than you. Oh, I know. He's being polite about it. I know. It's been a while. And yeah. we were having another mom and I who, her son turned Troy, who was at the party, who turned 13 two days before Finn. She was having a really hard time too. And I found myself crying a lot. And I was like... I just really emotional about it. And she goes, she said she read that having a teenage boy and having them grow is like the longest breakup you'll ever endure. Oh, no. And I was like. Yeah. And so then she goes, I know, just let it in. And I was like, I'm already, like, I'm already a mess. Oh, God, but I feel I, that. I, I heard this Australian DJ who seemingly was somebody who doesn't talk about this stuff normally, but she had her son back from college and she needed something off the top of the fridge and he just like oh, reached up and yeah. grabbed it. And she like immediately started crying because she was like, oh my God, this, I just remember the little you that isn't there anymore. You yeah. have to like be okay with this thing that you've loved so much being different. And you're like, in my head, I'm like, do I remember? Do I remember what he was like when he was little? Do I remember what he looks like? Do I remember what he feels like? I don't want to remember pictures. I want to, I want to have real memories. And it's, and then I look in his face and I can see little baby, but I see bigger Finn and it's, it's a lot, but it's, it's wonderful at the same time. I, I can anticipate it because my nephew's 22. Yeah. And when I met him, he was a baby. He was, he was younger than Delilah. Really? Yeah. He was seven or eight. 
Oh, we're trying to figure Sever- out. Oh, why when do I, I think I just I automatically go to Delilah being a baby. Oh no no yeah he was I was he, like God Britt did take a long time to propose he was, he, Jesus oh God he really did you guys but. Brayden had this like little round baby face. Like I remember braces. I remember him like, and and he was so smart. And and I didn't have kids. I didn't understand development. And like he would get scared about stuff. And I was like, oh well, this doesn't seem logical because I didn't know like all then of you the have steps a baby. of stuff. And then then you have a baby, and then you like understand like where their brains at. Like n- now I get it all really well, or I tell myself so I can sleep at night. But like. Now he's at this place where like he has like a girlfriend like it's, but he's had girlfriends but like this is a different girlfriend like he sends us pictures of her like sends pictures of them together will be like when they were in town visiting he gets where I'm coming from and disagrees with people he would normally like he's his ass- own man he's his own man oh like, my god the circle it, But you know what it is? It's fantastic because he's a beautiful human. And like, I knew he was going to be that way because I remember like looking at him with his mom, Lexi, when he was a little boy and she was driving in the car and she reached back and put her hand on his knee and he held her hand. And I was like, I think he's a sensitive, kind person. But even if they're not, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's just something about, especially where I'm at in my life right now, like, I think more Braden's age than Finn's age because, like, I remember being Finn's age. And the the gift that Finn has more than anything else is the ability to laugh at himself. Yeah. I did not have that right away. Really? Because you're good at laughing at yourself. No, yeah. now I it's a love language. <laughs> I was going to say, you would hate me if you did Oh, no. It took me a long time to figure out. That when someone gives you a little bit of a little bit of teasing, it's a sign of love. But if it's too much teasing, then it's mean. Yeah. And that, to know the difference was very, very hard. But Finn has always laughed at himself, always. And even when he's heard parts of the podcast that I've said before, like I talked about the one where Sophia came to the softball field and I said, oh, my cup feels weird. I've never heard my son laugh harder oh, in his awesome. whole life. Yes. So he's good at laughing at himself, but... Um, I think that like seeing this age and seeing where he gets to go in his life makes me feel like so many things because I'm like, God, I'd give anything to like, not the middle school years, but to have like 16 to 26 again. Yeah. I mean, 16 to 22 was a reasonable, I would share those. I would share those years Wait, you again. want your own back or? No. Oh, okay. I want to redo. I want to not, I want to. <laughs> I want another decade between 20 and 30. Oh, sure. You do it right. I, there, yeah. I know there's 20 and then there's 30. I want there to be another split. I want another 10 years between the 20 and the 30 because it's so good. Like, just to do it again, even all the mistakes and shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just to have the, I, I told Eleanor because we were talking in, in the car and, and I, she was talking about like middle school and being nervous and we were talking about that. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. then I like so exploded and I was like, Eleanor. You have so many awesome years ahead of you with college and high school and eventual roommates and best friends and dances and being like full of energy and hopefulness and enthusiasm. And it's going to be so great. I'll be your roommate. And she's like, I know, mom. Like, she doesn't even get that I'm like teasing. I'm just like, be so excited for your life. Yeah. Yeah. Your life. It's so fun. It's so fun. Am I the saddest person? Everyone's like... It's not sad. It's beautiful. I love it. 
I love it so much. I do have, um, I have a mom box okay. that I feel like is perfect for this moment, actually. Mom box. Mom box. Is okay. there, like, I need it to be filthy. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it isn't, but we can, no, we can recommend we can that that one. happened. Okay. <laughs> Because so, the good thing is um, we do have those, and that makes me feel good. Rebecca R. sent this. I'll read you what they said, and then we can just do as we please with this. Okay. Hello. We are celebrating the mom of all moms at one of your shows in April, the 12th in Chesterfield at the factory in St. Louis. Fun. Her name is Sarah Bricky. And she is turning 50. She loves you guys and played a mom's night out for the group of us. So she's the ringleader. We all love Sarah and thought it would be so fun for you to wish her a happy 50th or even take a picture with her or something. Listen, message us. It's going to happen. But also, this is her. Look, she's turning 50. It's like the second puberty. It's like she's turning 13 again, right? Look at Heidi Klum. She just married a 36-year-old, and she's like, I'm going to clubs again. She's like, it was hard not to go to bed at nine, but now I'm really enjoying it. It's like your intelligent rebirth is age 50. It is like the most beautiful, wonderful age. You like your body. You like your face. I give zero shits about. Give zero shits. Maybe you got to use a little lube, but who doesn't? You know what? I knew people Whatever. who had to use lube way back when. I didn't. Just but I'm just saying. <laughs> you Trey's didn't know the people or right you didn't have No, to. I didn't. I, I no, was like Trey's a, I just working on his resume. I can tell forever. what you're doing. He's I didn't just know it was like a freaking like there would be like. Oh, that it would go away? It would go away. But then, listen, there's stuff. There's ovules. Oh, you didn't you didn't realize that you would have a, a naughty Santa outfit you'd have to dust off right. before you put it on? Or you'd put it on and you're like, I'm not wearing this. This smells musty. I'm not that's me. I could no. on <laughs> I I honestly I could put it on and be like, hey, I like had this whole scenario where I like stand in the doorway and he would be like, Is there a housewives we need to catch up on? I'm like, Yeah, I'd rather do that. That too. is let's bullshit. And you know it. If Maybe. I did that to my husband, if I put on a s- sexy, lacy anything, I think he would be like, have you cheated on me? And you're, <laughs> is this you're, an apology? Is this an apology? And then he'd be like this. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. He would be so weirded out. I Or he'd be like fine with it. And they'd remind him of times he'd been at strip clubs. I don't know. God, where are you going if I'm the stripper? It's fine. I'm keeping up with you the keep up. have really good moves. And boobs. See? Paid for those. Do you want... It's still in the packaging. My moves if you are want not this. what a strip club thinks is hot. I am going to send you home with the Santa outfit that Absolutely is still not. in the packaging. Not doing it. I feel like you'll have a better story than I will If I it. show him that in the packaging, his packaging will... <laughs> <laughs> Can I return this to Amazon? He'll be like, oh, you've done something wrong, Kristen. This is what happens when you're over 40. You order lingerie with points on Amazon. You hope it fits. Yeah. It smells like kerosene when you take it out of the Who cares? You're only going to wear it for two seconds. Exactly. That's why I don't buy that shit. Like, I'll just put on a t-shirt and not wear underwear. And I'm like, I'm in the mood, kind of. And he's like, woo. Anyways, message us if anybody wants to hear if Kristen wore the Santa 50 and flirty, ready to get it. I think we podcasted. We did. Woo! Do we need to order food? <laughs> 